Welcome to 1001 Good Nights, a podcast about the stories behind bedtime stories. Follow along with two new dads, one a psychologist and one a book editor, as they explore the nighttime ritual of their foreseeable future. Hey, Ben. Hey, Nick. You ready to talk a little bit about This Is How We Do It? I'm ready. Not not the song, but the <laughs> book about uh, that, that follows the lives of uh, one day in the lives of seven kids from around the world, which has been a real favorite in my household recently. So it's so there are a lot of books that use this format in which it's it, it you know it, it follows several strands and breaks down a day, but. Uh, you know, even some of the Richard Scarry books have this to a certain extent where it's yeah. categorical, but this does it so well. So it'll be kids from Italy, Uganda, Russia, India, Iran, Peru, Japan. And you, you see on each page a panel with how uh, Romeo, what he has for breakfast, and then Oleg, what he has for breakfast. And then it goes on. How do they get to school? Uh what what do they what do they wear to school? Do they have school uniforms? And all the way through, what do they what do they like to play? What kind of beds do they sleep in? Who are their teachers? How long have their teachers been teaching? And it has the same formula for for each kid. And um, it could it, I've I've seen it before. And, and this even this version seems like it could have been either lame or it could have I don't know, not condescending. Kind of it could have had like try to make pointed comparisons between the kids in some ways, but. It, it it somehow it manages to to balance a pretty fine line I think in, in how it uh, and maybe that's some of it's maybe the high production value yeah but um, we were we were fascinated by this and there was a time we we spent several days and this was we would follow a kid and then we get the globe out and look mm-hmm. on the globe you know we'd spin the globe and find where India is or Uganda and I I don't know my my and. Jack loved uh, the various activities. I don't know. He, he just, he, you could really tell that, that, that he was putting himself in like, thinking like, what it would be like to be doing things a little bit differently. And he's, they're, they're just about, the, so most of them, I guess the age range is most of the kids are about seven or eight. Maybe the oldest kid is 11. Yeah. Uh, Rivaldo from, from Peru. And so, but that's Jack's four. So they're, they do things that he can't do, but that's close enough that it's kind of aspirational. Yeah, and so, the general activities are, you know, it's like eating dinner and breakfast and going to school and, yeah, you know, things even really. And, and he, he understands routines. And then some of the things do, I mean, and some of the activities, like the the, the, the kid uh, from Iran, like his, one of his leisure activities is horseback riding, I, I think. But mm-hmm. but one of the other kids, their leisure activity is throwing rocks. And Jack, <laughs> that definitely, that yeah, that, that checks out. So. <laughs> yeah, this is, you mentioned the production quality, like that has got, as an adult, like that was my first impression was like, wow, someone spent a lot of very intentional time thinking about a lot of the details of how this would be presented, how it was illustrated. Even, even just like the fonts are great. You know, (laughs) everything about this is like really well considered. It feels, you know, it feels like if Richard Scare were to be more Instagram, yeah, but it was right. like that kind of like carefully prepped art. I don't know. It's, I mean, even the, 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 the care that's taken with each of the breakfast s- selection. I mean, it just, it, it just, it feels very carefully and deliberately curated. 
Yeah. That, and one part of that that I think is really important that has like a really practical effect on, on kids, because I think as parents, like we, we can appreciate all that stuff a lot intellectually. And I'm sure maybe the like gestalt of it all like hits the kids, but a lot of that is probably, they don't care what font is being used, I don't think. But one of the things that I, I would imagine has a very direct effect on, at least on my kids now they read it, is the illustrations have this great quality of being, they're very... Um, warm and sort of welcoming and, yeah. and playful, but also like very detailed and realistic and yeah. not, um, they're not cartoon like dumbed down, yeah. you know, they're yeah. like, so I think it kind of invites that it's accessible. Like it's easy to jump into, but then it's also like, this is real. Like these are real actual kids and like lives. And so I, and, I, I don't and, know. I think there's something there. And, and, and like at sort of the very end, you see uh, pictures of the actual. Oh yeah. The actual kids, photographs. The, yeah. The actual of, of the families. And that's uh, like that, that, that's, that's exciting too. And once again, that's not a novel. Like I've, I've seen that sure. before, but it's just executed really, really well. Yeah. Although interestingly, there's no, or I, I was looking for it. I didn't see like an illustrator credited. Um, I think so I Matt, think it's a, it's it's the like did the, the author Lamothe, do it? Yeah, too? he does it. Yeah, and he owns oh, it. Oh wow! He his website on it honestly is awesome. Matt Lamoth, if you ever go to it, it huh. he uh, I mean it looks a lot like the book, but he one of his big interests is old houses, and he's got a lot of oh. those kind of arch, almost architectural drawings. But it's but it's great. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah, it's almost a little like uh, Wes Anderson. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. love of like detail and quirky and framing. Like the framing yeah. is very important. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, but, okay. But this brings up a, this is interesting because I feel like there are a, a number of books like this that are, I really like a lot of the, the adult sensibilities in me really appreciates <laughs> things like this, like production values and, and, and even just like really, really well crafted language and stuff like that. But I, I often wonder like, is this like, how does, how much does this matter for my kids? Like, like, was this book written for kids or was it actually written more for adults but this book really feels like it it has done all that stuff that i really appreciate as an adult um but it seems like all that stuff is still really in the service of the the whole point of helping like kids be like interested in and engaged yeah, I with mean, my kids find this so engrossing yeah so, so i i just think that's a really good example of how you you can do both where i've seen a lot of books that seem more like this is like a this is like a clever book for adults that happens to be packaged as a children's book. Right. You know, <laughs> how do you guys read? How do you guys read the book? So we follow one. It, it, it's overwhelming for us to uh, like try and do them all simultaneously. So we follow one kid just page by page, and just oh. have to have that one through line. And then it, it's important that I, for me, also. Uh, I have to say their name because the only in the very beginning it says my name is Romeo, and then through the next pages you just see you, you see the uh, the countries, so it keeps you it says you know Peru, Russia, so you kind of know who it is. But I have to I have to when I do it to my nine kids, I have to repeat the kids' names. So and so on the second page it'll say this is where I live, and Russia. I live in a second floor apartment in a mining town near the Ural Mountains, and uh, so but I'll say. Uh, Oleg, li- like I, Oleg, live in us, and I, I repeat it each time because otherwise Jack forgets. Like he's, it's hard for him to keep in mind. Like okay, there's like a, a like a, the idea of a, a Russian person doing right. all these things, but for him, it's Oleg is doing these things, and he yeah. he lives in a different place, but it's not. 
here's how they do things in Russia. Here's how they do things in Iran. It's like, here's how this particular Russian kid Oleg does things. I think that's like, a, that's an important distinction. What would you, so as a book editor yourself, if, if you were in the, an initial like planning meeting for this book and like you're the editor and you're talking with the author, um, and you're, you're trying to kind of debate the pros and cons of, do we, do we do this? Does the progression go thematically? Like it's all the kids and like how they do breakfast, all the kids and how they go to school, which is how this one is. Or would you do it? Okay. The, the first like three pages are just Oleg and like how he does each of those things. The next pages are just like, what's no, the, what's no, the discussion I, I, on that? I like that the, the way that it's all together. Cause you can see the, the different houses side by side. And even though we stick to the one through line, Jack really enjoys picking who we're going to do next. So he'll, he'll see, uh, you know, he likes the, like what we do it was like what we do at recess and, uh, he'll see flip to it. Like this is like this is what we play for fun, and, and, and he'll he'll be watching like the the kids playing soccer, but then he'll see the kids playing the the, the Indian kids playing hanky thief. He's like, oh, next time we're gonna <laughs> definitely get back to this point, and so we, and he tables that. So um, hanky thief, which which looks like duck duck goose to me, I think it's, it's the same oh, premise. Okay. And so I was trying to explain, and Jack has not played duck duck goose, so then I was mm. he, hanky thief is like a strange name or. Uh, for for a for like a again, but Duck Duck Goose is also strange. So trying to explain both like, like the, the the premise of it, especially through the titles, I don't. There's just there's just a lot of as a parent, a lot of explaining concepts, and you hear yourself saying it out loud, like, "Oh, this is this is a ridiculous this is a ridiculous thing." So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's what I feel like we talk about this a lot. But what what do you think the intended age range on this is? Like, do you think it's aimed at slightly older kids yeah well i think it's the age of the kids like so the the, the age is seven to eleven and i think oh okay like, i wonder in, if that in, kind of it in, in the in the um like the, the kids themselves are seven to eleven so yeah. i feel like but i think maybe a little bit younger i feel like a six-year-old actually is maybe because they, the aspirational nature of it i think is is important right so right yeah because that could be part of why like gabriella is three and a half or, or whatever like she kind of struggles with the, wait, what, who's going, what, who is this? What's going on? Like, maybe that's a little easier as you, you're Yeah, I think older. it'd be, I think it'd be harder if you're an 11 year old and you're, I mean, you could still enjoy it, but it's not like seeing what a, what, what a seven year old does might not be as exciting as if you're a seven year old looking at what an 11 yeah. year old does, you know, in a different country. But so. there could be a big difference between being a, like a, a six year old might is probably has like a, a vague understanding of like, Asia and India and South America. And so that could kind of help right. the continuity yeah. there where a three-year-old's like, well, that means nothing to me. You know, <laughs> um, I was almost wondering though, if it would have been, I, I get that like you, it would be easy to over clutter a book like this. It's already got like a lot going on um, and manages to still be kind of balanced. But I almost wish like in each scene, there was like a little like badge that showed the face of the kid um, so that you could kind of like, well, the kid, but, I mean, yeah, I mean the kids. The kid is in each scene, but it's hard. But it's hard to recognize them in almost the different postures, and they look kind of different. And yeah, right. But if you like, if the if you know the kid reading could identify with like yeah. this one I think, portrait, I think so. you know, that like, that is something that I like. I mean, I, I don't know that I would have. I don't know that I would have recommended that uh, as an editor without having done it. You know, ten, fifteen times with my my own kid, but having. Having experienced the book in that way, I, I think that might be a 
that be a nice thing to have. Yeah. I don't know though. Like the other part of me playing devil's advocate with myself is that like the, the struggle is like part of it. Like that's okay. Like, sure. It's like a little bit confusing, but so what, you know, like obviously like both our, our sets of kids are still right. super, whatever they're doing, in, like, it's, it's working. It's so. clearly working. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I do think there's something to that. Like you, books that are a little bit um, challenging, like on some dimension, I think there is kind of this sweet spot of when a book isn't that challenging and it's just too digestible, it's not that interesting, right? Of course, it can be too challenging, it can be overwhelming, and then they're not interested either. But I think having a little bit of that, like, wait, who is this? Like, what's going on? Which kid, which kid is this? It, I think it actually draws them in a little bit more, maybe. So maybe it's partly intentional. I kind of wonder a, a little bit, uh, so I, I'm guessing that the, uh, the author maybe reached out to these families, maybe sent them like a questionnaire. I, I don't know, like, how... Like how, how it worked, it, it feels very unedited. Like sometimes, uh, not that one person, but the, sometimes there's not much difference between like between two groups or, it, right. it, and, it, and, it, and it seems like, so he doesn't, he's not always trying to, to find, con- it just seems like, okay, this is what the kid answered. I'm going to now represent it in a very aesthetically pleasing <laughs> way. Um, and I, I like that aspect, but I am curious, like if, you know, how much, you know, how much these are literally, like literally word for word, yeah. the answers that the kids gave, um, you know, I eat with my parents, little sister in the dining room around seven o'clock. Our typical meal is fried salmon with tartar sauce, rice salad with apples, cucumbers, and tuna, tofu, miso soup, and milk or water drink. Is that just verbatim what was sent in? But that I, I feel like it is, but maybe, maybe not. Maybe there is more crafting and shaping. Yeah. Than I... No, but I, th- I think you're right. I think part of the charm and appeal of this book is that it's, it's, um, it's expository, but not very editorialized, you know? Yeah. So it feels like <laughs> it's it almost like, it doesn't feel heavy handed, you know, which, which I think it, well, that's what I mean. It, it's, yeah. it's like, um, it's like flipping through a national Ge- geographic and like just looking at the photos without actually reading the, right. you know, or it, there, there's not, there's not a lot of, opinion or kind of uh, deliberate you should think this or you should look right you should compare these two things or you it's just like here's this here's these like eight or six or whatever yeah, yeah. and it's also each of them they're not none of them are presented as sort of a curiosity Mm-mm. does that does that make sense which yeah, i think right. that that's a key thing that is like oh it's like isn't it crazy that they this is what they eat for breakfast and it's yeah you, like, you could have a weird like um zoo effect kind of maybe that sounds weird but you're like yeah you're presenting these like oddities that like like is yeah isn't that strange or like isn't that um amazing or instead it's it's got a very ordinary quality in the and i think that's what make i know for for my kids anyway i think that's what's kind of appealing is like oh yeah like these kids from all over the world like they all eat breakfast they're they're just eating breakfast and like the stuff the stuff is a little bit different but like yeah they're all just eating breakfast and, and once again, I, I like that it's the particular kids. So it's not just like in Uganda, this is how they eat, right? Yeah. As if all Uganda was, was right, the same. The same but, <laughs> right. But but the fact that it's these particular these particular kids, and and so that makes it uh, that that that's that's an important aspect of it, I think. Yeah. So, so you're yeah, gonna see you're gonna you're gonna see differences, you know, even just in terms of like what they were, just based on climate, you know, like how how they dress and, and, and what they do, but. But it's not. But they don't have the pressure of like having to represent necessarily, like an entire culture or like country's right, way of life. Right. Right. 
Yeah, and this, I, you know, one of the things I love about getting this book is I've often found my my oldest daughter just like sitting on the floor with this book, just kind of looking at it and, and just like flipping through the pages. And um, so there, it, there really is something very inviting about the book that is really admirable, I think, about the, the way the author like put this together and the way they framed it. Because I, in some ways, like, I, I think it obviously is a book with a some sort of a goal, right? To kind of like present, to like show, uh, you know, presumably kind of like an American or audience, like what the lives of other kids are in other parts of the world. But it does it in a way that, like you said, is not heavy handed at all. And that, that's very inviting and kind of unassuming, um, which I think is, yeah, it's just awesome that, that he pulled that off. Like, I think yeah. it's probably a surprisingly hard thing to pull off. Yeah, d- definitely. Yeah, this is, seems full of, you know, pitfalls. Right. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, check out our other content at 1001goodnights.com and help us out with a rating on your podcast platform of choice.